<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Let's make it simple, you know. Let's just go straight, straight up. Like this is what it costs. But um, I'm saying this because, again, like I know that you're gonna get a bang for your buck. So it's not like I'm gonna be upfront because yeah. this is just me and like you know, like I deserve this kind of thing. No, it's I'm gonna be upfront because like I know I can help you. Welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan, where we rise up together every chance we get and have fun while we're at it. Welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan. We are back with another Rise Up topic for the day. The last time we talked about motivation and getting things done, right, with both what we have to do and want to do. And today we will be talking about yet another motivating factor in our lives, aside from love and the love for food, <laughs> it is money. Well, yes, you know, inevitably it makes the world go round and it is an essential to survival here, but in a very specific context this time. So should we or should we not monetize and professionalize our passion projects? When does a hobby become a career? How does it even work? How do you know when you're ready to put a price on it even? Are there etiquettes in doing so? When do contracts come in? How do you put yourself out there while also protecting yourself too? What if you get burnt out, right? There are so many different layers and factors to unravel here. So let me bring in my very special guest for today. She is a content creator, an all-around artist, YouTuber, digital creative. And yeah, I love that she gets to glorify God with everything that she does. Let's welcome Hannah Pangilinan. Hey, Hannah, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me today. Yes, I'm so happy to have you here. And I love just seeing your work out there and how fearless you are in just putting yourself out there too. I mean, from music to content. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't easy. You make it look so easy and effortless. <laughs> but um, for you, let's maybe put it on a very personal context first. Did you always see yourself like meshing the two, like what you wanted to do, like your hobbies basically, and seeing it as a career now? I honestly don't see it as a career, like as of right now. Like I still feel like they're just hobbies that are thankfully being funded by people who believe in what I do yes. and by brands that, you know, want to back me up. And I kind of see it as a partnership, you know, like just working alongside people and being like, I want to support you guys. You want to support me. And I just find it super cool. I don't know yet, like an official career label <laughs> for all of these Okay. So I just, I'm just kind of having fun and I'm kind of seeing where this is taking all of us. Cause I think this is a new medium for not just me, but so many people. Yeah, exactly. And I think now creativity really is king, right? Mm -hmm. With like the digitalization of everything and also like robots in general, maybe that's me watching <laughs> too many movies, but one thing is for sure, like human creativity cannot be replaced right mm, or yeah. what are your thoughts on that like personal input by a human being is like different on another level when it comes to creativity but yeah at the same time i think a lot of people are apprehensive on kind of you know or maybe like like when do i even start to put a price tag on it and should i even but i think these thoughts are starting to come in when especially now like you know ecq and like all these lockdowns and sometimes yeah. we get all these limitations now we start to think hey how can i grow or like probably add more streams like revenue streams but yeah. like i have in terms of like budgeting and like funding yeah, yourself course. your life 
diba? cost of living. Yun. Uh, and I know marami dyang mga ano, nag-rumaracket. But sometimes parang, diba? how do you put like, how do you put a structure to that? How do you make sure it's efficient? And that you don't get disappointed or is it part of the learning curve? <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Monetizing yourself. Should you um, even? Yeah. Well, there's so many, so many ideas there, but I think I just talk from like a personal standpoint. Like mm-hmm. I think that, you know, as a creative, you kind of have to figure out first within yourself, like your worth. And that's kind of how you will build up the confidence to be able to say, you know what? I actually know that I'm good at this and I know that I can be of value to you. So mm-hmm. I can price this much, but this is what I promise you will get out of it. But I think you have to know first within yourself what you're capable of doing. And if yes. you're actually, you know, like pricing fairly, like I don't like that concept that in an industry, it has to be competitive. Like why do we have to treat each other as if, you know, like I have to get a better, the better side of, you know, the longer side of the sticker, whatever, like <laughs> we, we can work together and we can both, you know, like, agree on a proper compensation like if you're gonna let's say work with somebody you can say you know like what don't why don't you tell me what your budget is and i'll see how i can work with that instead of just saying mm-hmm. this is my rate take it yes, or leave yes. it you know um, i know i know <laughs> it doesn't have to be like a strict process because everybody works in a different manner mm-hmm. and especially like depending on your relationship with the people that you are working with you know like for example the way that I talk to family members who are asking me to work on something with them or the way that I talk to like agencies is completely different, you know, yes. because there is a... That's another layer pa, diba? Yeah. Uh, the family exactly. and friendship card. <laughs> exactly. So you, I think you just have to know like, okay, what what are what's the baseline here? What are we working with, right? Are these mm-hmm. people that I want to build like a deeper relationship with? Do yes. I want to grow with them in the industry? Then you can kind of be like, you know what? These are my rates, but I'll kind of make it lower for you guys because I want this to be a longer term thing, yes. you know? Or, or okay. like, are you going to be like, wait a second, I know you guys are a really big agency and I know there's a budget for this. So I'm going to be exactly. honest, <laughs> you know? So yes. do your background research first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But know also within yourself, like, this is how much I'm going to price because this is how much I know I can deliver. Ooh, so, I love that. Yeah, I love how you started with knowing your worth, though, first. Because a lot of people get like, you know, the part and the feeling I'm not good enough part. But a lot of, you know, there's so much, there are so many talented people out there and some of the more courageous talents, but uh, they get more opportunities just because they are more, you know, fearless in yeah. doing so. Others, uh, they just kind of like get stuck in that self-doubt loop which can be very daunting and scary and overwhelming but again i love how you said you know there is a smart way of doing this and also a reasonable way of doing it and there is no one clear-cut way for sure there are many Mm -hmm. layers to it and i guess one main thing is communication clarity and the way you communicate with each other and just knowing the expectations from each other and making sure that everyone's happy like both parties are happy or all parties involved are happy right yeah i think it's really with the delivery because like Mm-mm-mm. everybody like, how I you feel say like, it no yeah it's just how you say it but i think yeah. like everybody agrees that they want clarity up front 
I don't think anybody wants to like beat around the bush about how much you're gonna pay and how you're gonna pay and what you you know what you're supposed to do for them. Like, let's make it simple, you know. Let's just go straight straight up. Like, this is what it costs. But um, I'm saying this because again, like, I know that you're gonna get a bang for your buck, you know. So it's mm. not like I'm gonna be upfront yeah. because like this is just me and like I deserve this kind of thing. No, it's I'm gonna be upfront because like I know I can help it's you. Fair. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fair. fair. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I love that. So I guess you just got to be aware with how, you know, making sure that both parties are happy and that it's a fair mm-hmm. game. Yeah. <laughs> walang ano, walang mga exploitation dito. Yeah, no, and done. Those. But sometimes it's so scary because we do it have like these though. screenshots and like these, alam mo na yung mga sinashare ng mga friends. Oh my gosh, did you see? Yung mga ganyan na, oh my gosh, yeah. it starts to, you know, you get to stir the drama and like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Sadly, mm-hmm. it is happening and it goes both ways. Like both for, I don't know, maybe an artist na I don't know maybe unaware lang of how things work and vice yeah. versa naman maybe the company or the agencies na unaware then na ito pala talaga yung standards diba so yeah. I guess you know we're in the age of information do your research and yeah. that's true and I think if you want to professionalize something like just me personally like a tip for people if you want to professionalize some something and you are in the I guess you have the ability to start, let's say, paying a manager or just mm-hmm. someone that can buffer communications mm-hmm. with like a brand or a business. I think that would be very, very helpful in preserving your personal reputation. So, yes. you know, it's very different if like I was to say directly on an email to a brand, this is how much I charge. And it's very different when I, my manager or my handler says, hi, this is how much Hannah charges. Because mm-hmm. it's like, walang personalan, you know? Tama, tama. Which I think yeah, is really important. So yeah. if you want to have that, if you want to make it less awkward or easier to lay down your price, pretend your mom is your manager or something or a friend of yeah. yours. Just let somebody be the spokesperson for you so that, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't have to affect the way that they see you. Yes, yes. So, yeah. That's what I think. Kahit, kahit pa it still does, you know, everything. Yeah, it still everything does. Everything you put so. out there affects Yes, it's, it's just better to have that buffer, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a very, very good tip. Hi there, I'm Mish, host of Mish Conceptions, the podcast that talks about the common struggles of modern day millennials and Gen Zs as we all navigate through college, enter the real world, and build our careers. Let's talk about the realities of adulting and corporate world that no one will tell you about. These are the things you wish you knew sooner to get ahead in life or simply just to get by. Join me in my podcast, Misconceptions, as we discuss maximizing college, life after college, building your career, self-improvement, relationships, and anything and everything that will help you on your personal and career development. So make sure you check out my podcast after you listen to this episode. See you there. Sometimes people like maybe for artists there and it's not just for content creating uh, like even yeah. for I don't know like for live streamers maybe for gamers um, sometimes let's talk about like um, 
pitching and stuff for them naman for the artists end like when is it good to pitch your services and like when, when is it not <laughs> is there a right way to do it if you're the uh, one starting up yeah. a partnership because sometimes people feel it's jahe diba? but you yeah. know sometimes you never know it could be a very fruitful partnership too nga. so like yeah. do you have any experience on that end what's your advice oh yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent i worked with so many brands where it the proposal came from my end mm-hmm. and okay. i think that the main thing is the way that I do it, at least, so that it comes across authentic and genuine. The actual like want to partner, also. yeah, mm-hmm. is I actually like have something going on that I know they would benefit from. Let's say, for example, um, I think it was like two thousand. I don't remember two thousand eighteen. I think or. 2017 or something anyway i had a an event called hanina live which was with janina vela and we were like oh let's partner with like a venue right because that venue will get a lot of exposure obviously if people are to come to the event and so like it didn't come from like oh who are the brands here that i i i want to use or or you know who are the brands (laughs) that i want to get their money from no it's just like oh i have a genuine you know, purpose. Yeah. yeah, I have an intention, which is to, you know, have an event and might as well, hey, if I can get a brand to support us because they will really benefit from mm-hmm. it being their location, then let's let's do a partnership, you know. And so mm-hmm. that looked like us making a proposal and saying, you know, a letter and saying, um, hey guys, like this is our idea for these for the event. These are the people that are gonna be there. This is how mm-hmm. many people we're expecting you know and we're just wondering if you guys would want to partner with us because it would be uh beneficial on both ends and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so i think there is a way to do it and also i mean it doesn't always have to come from like an event or something if you like a brand you're like oh my gosh what can i do kaya with them you know like it's definitely okay but i think the screenshots like you said and like the scary things being like canceled online with like influencers <laughs> yeah. it's kind of i think it comes from like it looks demanding you know it's yes. like hey can we get to, like a, a two-night stay or something because like i can post about it like you know it's <laughs> yeah. like wait but for what and why so entitled no yeah there has to be a purpose mm-hmm. yeah there has to be a purpose it can be something like Hey guys, like I'm just wondering if you do collaborations because you know I'm planning on going there and maybe we can um, work on something together. I can you know make a video for you guys or I could post a few photos. You know, it's like you still have to be humble about mm-hmm, it because exactly. the reality is, you know, even if like some people don't see it, the reality is a lot of people recognize how influential the online world is. You know, yes. like a lot of people are saying, for example, I was reading about how nowadays, like people are upset that like influencers or like social media stars are invited to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, the Met Gala used to be like the super prestigious event. And now you guys are just ruining it because you're inviting influencers. <sighs> wow. And I'm just like, wait a minute, for example, like, okay, yeah, okay. Maybe they're not traditional celebrities, but somebody like, for example, Emma Chamberlain, like she has done so many things for the online world that has made it, you know, has opened up pos- like possibilities, opportunities for so many people. Okay, maybe you don't see it because maybe you're a little bit old school and you consider, you know, <laughs> Vogue and the Met Gala to be like just for celebrities. But like, you know, you and I are in that generation where we really understand that like these people have influence. Yes. You know, times are changing. Times are times are super changing. So (laughs) yes, maybe not everyone sees that. I don't know. Maybe what you do is super influential, 
but you can't come across saying you don't see it but i'm super influential no it's hey just want to let you know like there's something i can offer Mm -hmm. if this would benefit you guys like let's do it you know it's just the delivery yeah it's the delivery and clarity and also the promise of an exchange because sometimes it comes off as just asking for free stuff exactly you have to be able to kind of not them and defend but kind of like back yourself up here yeah you could say i'm this i'm going to compensate for this yeah you're technically not giving it for free it's a Mm. collaboration it's a partnership but with that said you also have to have like you know a credible tone and a credible stance and also a credible um i guess persona and you mismo work more out there like yeah exactly portfolio. like if they were to go to your profile they should be able to see some sort of a portfolio type of yes. thing and i mean this goes back to like what we said about knowing how much to charge like your rates and stuff like mm-hmm. because your your rate has to match what you're asking for so if you say exactly. I'm, I'm give me a villa for one Instagram post, like, oh, yeah. come on. Like, How much that's, is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, you have yes, to, yes. you have to do your do research. More. Like if you yeah. want to work with a certain company, if you're asking for this much in exchange for, you know, your post or something, you should know that your posts, what you're giving is matching how much they're mm-hmm. going to spend on you. Yes, exactly. You know? It's just basic math. <laughs> yeah. So do basic the math, math. and do yeah. your research. And I think it also won't help to ask advice from like mentors or even, yeah. you know, in mentors in the industry even or trusted friends. And there yeah. are also like base rates in terms of like actual rates, naman, like cash transactions. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can ask them, diba? Means I also ask, ano yung base rates ngayon for this and that if you're completely clueless. And if it's coming from a trusted friend or maybe better if friends, para more, para you have like yeah. different opinions and comparisons. And then you even ask either the brand or the company what their best budget is. And then you can yeah. adjust and see exactly. ano yung kaya mong tanggapin for the exactly. time and effort you're gonna put out there so don't sell yeah. yourself short but yeah. also don't exploit <laughs> yeah, it always have to come it, it always has to come from a good place then yeah integrity integrity yes. and you know at the end of the day like my like actually um a friend of world, my dad's to, my a friend of my dad told this to me he said mm-hmm. your net worth is your network mm-hmm which is so good because sometimes people think like, no, whether you like it or not, like this is my rate, like this is how much I'm going to charge and stuff. But what if your mere um, partnership with this brand or your connection with this person actually bumps up your net worth, right? Parang you have to also yes. think about the long-term the long-term um, advantage of working with a brand. Like let's say if you're not charging as much, you're like, okay, you know what? I won't charge as much now because i know that if i have a long-term partnership exactly so and people if i if i say i'm working with this brand i will also gain reputation like good reputation on on my end (laughs) yeah not everything has to be a monetary gain yeah you know it can also be an investment like Mm -hmm. it's like okay actually you know what i won't charge you for this collaboration that we're gonna have but i'm so happy that i can call (laughs) you my friend you know, yes. because eventually we'll work together and we'll have friendly rates and, you know, like, yes, you also so have flexibility. Smart. Yeah, yeah, flexibility is key. Yeah. And thinking of the bigger picture as well. So yes. it's ultimately going to be up to you. You have to decide and you will know intuition that ends. So like 
use all that. Use your knowledge, your research, your intuition, and yeah. to be flexible with that. And you'll know when your yeah. heart naman sometimes this doesn't feel right, diba? I know, this yeah. Doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So now let's talk about um, more about like where when the contracts start to come in. Do you suggest okay. there should always be a contract? Or pag sinabing friendship card or family card, okay na yan? I think it depends. It it really depends on okay. It depends on yeah your relationship with the person. Like I wouldn't do a contract for my parents, for example. But like I might I might do a contract for like tita or mm-hmm. you know like a tito or yes like a cousin. I mean it just really depends on how close you are to this person. But I think that contracts just Clear. put everything. There, yeah, clear. Yeah, just makes it clear, and I think that's super important because, again, it minimizes yung the yeah. personal conflicts that could possibly arise from it. So, I would suggest, like, as much as possible, work with contracts and come to an agreement within the both like two parties about how to make the contract like don't just be like okay you make the contract and then I'll just sign it like no like you you can yeah a contract is editable yes right? exactly. Mm-hmm. And there are many drafts. It can be a lot of drafts yeah, until both I know. of you are yeah. happy. Don't yeah. sign anything yet. <laughs> okay? Don't. Yeah. Basically, do not. Not unless it's super final and you're super okay with all the terms. Yeah. And, and some, you know, a mentor of mine said okay. that I should have, what's the word that she used? Healthy suspicion. Healthy mm. suspicion. So you're not cynical. You're not saying, oh my God, you're definitely going to scam me. But you're yeah. saying, you know what? Like, I love you. But also we're human. Like we yes. make mistakes. And like, I'm not like saying I don't trust you. But as a human, even me as a human, I don't co- I don't completely trust myself, you know. So <laughs> like, I think that those things are, it's healthy to not be naive. Mm-hmm. That like, even the people that you think you trust the most, they can go behind your back and use a contract <laughs> against you. So make sure to read everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And if it's not exactly like your expertise, probably it's a new industry you're starting to dabble into. Then again, Ask trusted for friends, trusted yeah. relatives, cousins, Kaitna. YouTube even. YouTube even, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like, if if there's one word you do not understand, please do not just overlook it, right? Yeah, I mean, and make sure you, everything you owe it to yourself. Is, make sure everything is in writing. Like, I would oh, yeah. suggest like do emails instead of phone calls because if ever you do have an issue with a contract, like you have no proof if it's a phone call that like mm-hmm. they let's say said they do something or whatever, but then if it's not in the contract, well, you have no proof. You know, Nama-nama. so things through written, like written proof is always king. So yes. I'd suggest that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mika's a lamb, shrewd as a serpent. That, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be so naive. I mean, we can be kind, but don't be naive. Hi, my name is Janine and I am inviting you to come listen to my podcast called Adulting Millennials where I talk about lifestyle and adulting how-tos here in the Philippines. Available on all podcast platforms and powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Yeah. Okay, so now my guess on the angle of mental health. Sometimes when when it's a hobby and both kind of like you get your you know you get your bread from it, it gets a little bit like crazy at times when you kind of like kind of like just 
maybe base your value off of it and that the hobby, the, the thing you used to enjoy the most as your like outlet to express yourself becomes like a, a pressuring thing because of the yeah. numbers, because of the financial aspect of it. So how do you kind of put a balance to that? Or how do you, how do you basically do it a smart way and a friendly, yeah. compassionate way for you? Yeah. Um, I personally think that even if it's being like, even if something is being paid for, like if, even if a brand is like sponsoring a video, that doesn't mean I sacrifice like my passion for it. Like I always tell this to my viewers, like even if a video is sponsored, it does not mean that a brand told me you have to do this and that you have to say this and that, like the way that I personally work with brands is I say, um, Okay, the fact that you're coming to me, I hope that that means you have trust in my creative ability to share your message, right? So mm -hmm. there's always creative freedom when I work with brands. That's in the contract. Yes. That's like, as long as you give Hannah, like this is the way that we work with, with my managers. We always say, as long as you give Hannah guidelines and like mandatories, right? Mm -hmm. Then she has after that she has creative freedom to express those things in her way and that for me preserves the love for it because then it just yeah. feels like an added challenge like oh okay cool so we have a creative brief and we have guidelines yeah. now how can i do this in a way that's fun and fresh uh -huh. right um and, but at the same time way. wow yeah like wow mm -hmm. on the other hand like i'm also being paid for it like how cool you know yeah. so mm -hmm. i think that there are like strategies that you can put into place, like such as that, like being upfront with a brand. Hey, like I'm going to do your terms. guidelines. Yeah. But these are my yeah. terms. I, I really value creative freedom. And I think that yeah. has preserved my burnout definitely yeah, because as an um, artist. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's super, it's, I think that it's not necessarily what you do, but the way that you do it. I've really struggled with that a lot because I, I jumped into this, I guess, field of work, when I was super young, I was like 16 mm -hmm. and quickly, like, I was like, oh, wow, like this is becoming a business and stuff, you know? So I really had to agree within myself that like my work is not my worth, you mm -hmm. know? And I, I was able to do that by also having like projects of my own that I wasn't, that mm -hmm. I would never share, that I would just oh. watch or share with, yeah. Or I would just share with my family, like show them this video that I made about our weekend at the beach or something. It's not Aww. posted. It's not on my Instagram, but it just makes me happy, you know, to have those little projects. So I think it's really important to also, yeah, have those little things that maybe you're never going to show to someone, but mm -hmm. the satisfaction, the fulfillment is still there. You know, I have a million notebooks of songs I've never released, of poems <laughs> I've never shared online and Th those are the things that keep the passion, I guess, alive mm -hmm. despite Aww. everything. So, yeah, like reserve a bit of room for yourself to, to have that. Yeah. yeah, I love that so much. I was about to ask, like, do you even have like these little manga? Of, yeah, as you mentioned, like projects you just do on your own. And that definitely is like a good sign and a refreshing reminder that you don't have to post everything yeah. just to get validation, right? Sometimes we kind of, just because we see it so often, we sometimes want to mirror that. And that when we don't get as much likes or engagement, it kind of becomes a personal attack, but it's not really anything personal. Sometimes, you know, 
maybe they just weren't online, yeah. right? and, and just sh- so sometimes personal. you have to shield yourself from it. Like I turned off my likes yes. already, like on Aww. my feed. I don't, I don't see the likes, and yes. like I deleted it- my analytics app for YouTube. Oh, like I don't. Okay. You know, like, I was, like, at the place where I'm just, like, you know what? Like, whoever's gonna see this is meant to see this. Aww. Like, I still try, obviously, to to lengthen the, the reach and stuff like that. But, like, there's only so much I can do. Like, and I don't want to be the type that's, like, every day posting, I have a new video, I have a new video, I have a new video. You know, yeah. I'm, like, you know, it's there. If, if you want to see it, it's there. But, like, yeah, I just, I just think that that's more important in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. For my mental well-being. And to be able to make sure that this career of mine career of mine is sustainable um yes. so take those measures also you don't have to be exposed to everything like you just have to like flee from those things and that's okay <laughs> yes i love that wow wow thank you so much for for all those and uh yeah but sometimes for for others naman parang for the freelancers they balance a lot of different um kind of like artistic mediums it's also great to explore all those no like several yeah. different mediums that you kind of can package yourself with all those yeah exactly like maybe you're like me like for hosting and posting <laughs> so <they're> not, <laughs> like that right for hosting and posting so that's also a creative way of maybe kind of capitalizing on what you can offer would you say so too like with yeah 100 content mm-hmm. yeah for example like i use the projects that I'm working on with one brand to fulfill like other purposes and intentions. Like you can do those, for example, like anyway, I did a shoot for a brand and obviously the brand was like, Oh, like we'll, we'll cover for like your glam team. And I was like, Oh my gosh, great. This is a great opportunity for me to choose the people that I've always wanted to work with in the industry because a brand is covering the fee. Right. And so even if it's like a work, time like for me it's also social time like oh my god i'm meeting you for the first time i love your work you know like you just put two and two together or for example like i have my music with universal records and i ask them hey can i direct my music video and Mm -hmm. so i am doing i'm fulfilling my commitment with universal records to make music for them but at the same time i'm exploring my you know creative ability to direct so you can mm. you can you know put two and two together and that just makes everything fun like yeah yeah I don't know yeah and and in a way it's like you're becoming more resourceful as a person yeah in that way like brands would be more attracted to you too because there are so many layers to you as an artist she can do yeah. this and this and this that's why so, like I always yeah. bring out stuff from the like from the hat you know like oh you yeah. oh, I can host I have a podcast yeah. I have a YouTube channel I can also direct I can, like, do, I can also do magic you know? <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I actually have a friend who who is a beauty editor and then she started dabbling into yoga so there was this like beauty event for like you know parang sweat proof makeup so she did both the yoga Perfect. Demo and the makeup demo. Shout out, Belle. amazing! <laughs> isn't that great? And when I was just reading her stories, I was like, "Yeah, you go, girl!" Isn't it? Isn't that just so encouraging? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't be that. afraid. And she's a newbie, say yoga, huh? but you know, angling. You just have to be fearless and just. You have to have a lot in your toolbox. You know, stick to your gun. But hey, okay. I also want to say this thing though. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's nice to have a lot of things in your toolbox, but I also think it's important to specialize. Mm-hmm. you know like because that was something that I also struggled with um like growing up I had a lot of like things I wanted to interests. pursue and stuff yeah and interests which is not bad at all mm-hmm. um but there's also beauty I think in mastering something mm-hmm. so like 
you you can i think it's good to have like hobbies and things that you know that you're good at and stuff but um focus i think mm-hmm. focus is very important so um yeah i i think that it's it's also nice to know that like without fail without mm-hmm. fail like this job of mine or something is <laughs> always gonna i'm gonna do well in this and you know uh, oh you so i guess what you're saying is like your core your bread and butter yeah like me, it's hosting probably yeah. that's my number one and yeah. then like everything else is like not the a side dish but it kind of complements it yeah like having a page like content creating also and then podcasting so parang it's just it's like mm-hmm. a a great marriage of all the things exactly. I do. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, I guess you know we we basically talked about everything I wanted to you. Anything else, Fabana? You want to share that we maybe probably missed out on? Last advice, na lang, parting words. Yeah, na. like I guess I guess I just want to say like to those people that are starting out and you know confused as to like how to you know monetize or price themselves or something like that just a reminder that like you're not pricing your worth as a person you're pricing a skill a skill yes and and that skill you know can be not so good right now but can grow and that's in your hands like you have the ability to to grow that skill to make it better and to further monetize it you know with higher rates in the future but you're not pricing your worth as a person because your worth as a person is always going to be priceless like 10 out of 10 always going to be 10 out of 10 so that's that's i think something that you need to remember you're not pricing yourself you're pricing a skill which can change and so ask people around you who are maybe in the similar industry look online search for like you mentioned baselines Uh and stuff like that and it's always going to be trial and error with the more people that you work with you say oh maybe i'll adjust and whatever but like don't be intimidated by it because everybody starts like everybody somewhere. starts you gotta start somewhere, somewhere. Exactly. exactly like for example if you're an artist maybe you can start selling it in like bazaars well before well, my mom and my art bazaars yeah. but now everything's new normal style so maybe just try to be more creative when it comes exactly. to like either posting your work maybe having a digital website or portfolio and just getting yeah. yourself out there Okay, I love that. And yeah, just be confident in your skill. If you know you're, it's the time for you to monetize it, I think you will know personally. You can even ask your friends or family, hey, would you pay? Or it may come because this? somebody wants to offer you something. So yeah. it doesn't, you know. Sometimes that's the sign. It's clear. Exactly. exactly. Awesome. Like they want to work with you you okay so thank you so much hannah for this for sharing your time and your knowledge with us definitely enjoyed also made a new friend online you see (laughs) love it the podcast world is growing and yeah i hope to have you here maybe some other time for another topic love chatting with you always and a lot of people were really excited when i mentioned you were going to be here on the show so thank you so much hannah and we'll see you again next time we'll follow you thank you so much guys do you have anything to promote like your music your channels um yeah you could just check out my youtube channel hannah uh kathleen on instagram i'm hannah pangilinan and yeah if you want to check out spotify i do have my own podcast cuentos with hannah or i have music there as well so you can check it out but yeah thank you so much for having me and i hope that you guys enjoyed our conversation (laughs) thank you hannah so before we say goodbye, I promised some shout outs. You guys enjoyed that the last time. So here we have Danny Isaac watching from Japan. Ooh, I love it. International. She says, I love your podcast. And please talk more about 
content creating naman. Yes, let's talk about that more. I think a lot of people want to hear more about that. We also have Katrina Juan from the Philippines. Wow, very Miss Universe. We also have Teacher Naj. Thank you so much. Thank you as well to Ella Pangilinan. Uh, we were schoolmates before. So yes, the sister of Hannah for kind of connecting us even more to make this happen. And last four now, we have here Senyatha. So Senyatha Villanueva from Los Baños, Laguna. She says that she really is a fan of both me and Hannah. Oh, thank you so much. Means so much to us. And I'll reserve the rest of the shout outs for the next episode. Thank you so much for always listening and tuning in. And we have a lot more to uncover here. And again, don't forget to rise up every chance you get. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear your favorite insights from the show. Tag us at Rise Up with Janina Chan and at Janina Chan via Instagram stories so we can repost. Share this episode to your friends who you want to rise up with and follow us for more. This is produced by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Also powered by Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now for free at podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>